0: Sometimes I hear your voice so very distinctly,
1: sometimes
2: so far it fades and is gone like the dawn.
3: Little Miss Echo, how do you do?
4: Hello, hello, little Miss Echo, I'm very blue. Hello, hello, hello,
2: hello,
1: Hello. Hello.
4: Hello. won't you come over and play? Hello,
1: I know by your voice, but you're always so far
5: away. 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 Well, we opened up the program with the new music of... Reginald Forsyth, on the tune, Because It's Love. After that was Baby Daniels and Ben Lyon. And they did a duet on Little Sir Echo. I'm the old codger. This is WFMU. And finally, we have breaking news. For several months now, we have been investigating the so-called disc jockey who hosts the program before me. Now, we know he plays records that can trigger psychosis in unwitting listeners. Some people believe that what he plays cannot legally be called music. However, our attorney, Buster Binderfloss, uh, has cautioned us that in his opinion, he's not 100% certain that playing this drivel on the radio constitutes criminal activity. Uh, We strongly disagree, but uh, Buster thinks that any attempt to indict this serial miscreant solely on the basis of his programming, might not hold up in court. Nevertheless, we suspected that he is involved in criminal activity, and we set out to collect evidence. We have made some startling and very disturbing discoveries. We hired the best private detectives. Del Barton Surveillance and Auto Parts, uh, they're branching out. I think Rummy Delbarton called it uh, d- diversification. Anyway, you won't believe what they found. Are you sitting down? Listen up. The first thing the detectives found was that we have been mistaken in the spelling and pronunciation of the name of this reprobate. We have been referring to him as Fablo. Well, in fact, his name is not Fablo. It's Fablio. Now that he has been properly identified, we can expose the nature of his crimes. The Del Barton Agency claims that Fablio has been running a prostitution ring and a drug cartel from the main studios at WFMU Radio. Uh, Fablio has also been overseeing... So, sorry, sorry. Allegedly overseeing. Uh, we've been advised to use the word allegedly a lot. Uh, apparently there's some legal... Uh, ramifications, according to our lawyer. So anyway, uh, Fablio allegedly operates a network of organ harvesting from the homeless. This explains why many hobos have been found on the streets of Jersey City missing their livers, uh, their kidneys, their lungs, and their hearts. And by coincidence, it's always on Thursday afternoons. Now, more, Fablio allegedly owns a shop in Brooklyn and his store is allegedly a front for a gun-running operation. I repeat, allegedly. He is also allegedly moonlighting as a psychotherapist, and he blackmails his clients by threatening to disclose their confidential mental disturbances unless they pay protection money. This Fabio, he is corrupt to the core, so of course he fits in at WFMU. And finally... Fablio's mic breaks when he's on the radio are loaded with Marxist dog whistles. So while he makes tons of money through these black market activities, he pretends to be a man of the people who cares about the downtrodden and he champions radical redistributionist schemes. And the only redistribution that's going on is money from the pockets of honest people into the pockets of Fablio and his henchmen. Well, we're not just going to sit around and take this. We have sent copies of our discoveries to WFMU management and to Fablio's attorney. Fabio's lawyer is named Chuck. That's what it says on his letterhead. Chuck the lawyer. Actually, it says, your lawyer, Chuck. And this is what Chuck sent us a response. This is what it says, and I'm going to quote. It says, Fabio is not just innocent. He is more than innocent. Well, Chuck the lawyer ...thinks he can get Fablio off with a proverbial slap in the wrist. That would allow Fabio to continue his abasement of the radio airwaves. So, we here at the Old Cadre Show are prepared to do battle with this malefactor... ...and make certain he is removed from the WFMU airwaves... ...or, alternatively, moved to a different time slot away from the Old Cadre Show. Now, our attorney, Buster Binderfloss, also proposed... That we are reasonable people, and we are amenable to uh, a monetary settlement outside of the legal system. He says we will be receptive to any such offers. So, that's the breaking news for this week. I told you it was going to be a blockbuster. That's right. Okay, let's let's get back to some great music here, because that's what everybody tunes in for. Everything else is just some sort of distraction.
6: man Gave in his notices through She cried oh Dan don't go It'll grieve me if you do I love his cabbage Crave his haste Deppy about his sucker taste I can't do without my kitchen man while about his turnip top, legs the way he warms my chop. I can't do without my kitchen.
3: The lamp, Maybe you think I look a tramp Or you may think I'm hanging round to steal a car But no, I'm not a crook And if you think that's what I look I'll tell you why I'm here and what my motives are I'm leaning on a lamppost at the corner of the street In case a certain little lady comes by Oh, me Oh my, I hope the little lady comes by I don't know if she'll get away She doesn't always get away But anyhow I know that she'll try Oh me, oh my I hope the little lady comes by There's no other girl I would wait for But this one I'd break any date for I won't have to ask what she's late for She wouldn't leave me flat She's not a girl like that Oh she's absolutely wonderful And marvellous and beautiful And anyone can understand and why i'm leaning on a lamppost at the corner of the street in case a certain little lady passes by i'm leaning on the lamppost at the corner of the street in case a certain little lady comes by oh me oh my i hope the little lady comes by I don't know if she'll get away, she doesn't always get away, but anyhow I know that she'll try. Oh me, oh my, I hope the little lady goes one there's no other girl I could wait for, but this one I'd break any date for, I won't have to ask what she's late for, She wouldn't leave me flat, she's not a girl like that Oh, she's absolutely wonderful and marvellous and beautiful And anyone can understand why I'm leaning on a lamppost at the corner of the street In case a certain little lady passes by
5: That set of fine music, we started out with Bessie Smith, said Eddie Lang and Clarence Williams as sidemen on Kitchen Man. Then Eddie Lang again uh, with Joe Venuti and Frank Signorelli on Wildcat. Uh, then George Formby sang Leaning on the Lamppost. And then Willie the Lion Smith with Passionette on the piano. Well, the old here, I play only great 78 RPM records. I don't play the crappy, boring big bands or the sweet crooners. There's a word for those records. Landfill. By the way, unlike most of you, I I don't recycle. Saving the planet is not on my to-do list this week. Or last. Or next week. I'm only trying to preserve the best music in the universe. That's my contribution to social justice. So yeah, I don't recycle. I donate to landfills. My late buddy Mark Twain used to say, Buy land. They're not making it anymore. Well, I am. Well, we have a new sponsor this week on the Old Codger Show. Actually, two new sponsors. The first one will be announced by the lovely Unita Bodenheim. Unita has been a refreshing voice on the program the past few weeks. She is getting tons of fan mail. And by tons, I mean three letters. Postcards, okay. So one said, Unita has a voice reminiscent of a hinge I once oiled. Well, Unita rightfully took that as a compliment. Hinges are an important part of civilization. Without them, doors won't open and close. Unita loves feeling useful. She was the underling of the Bodenheim brood, and her brothers and sisters were merciless in the vicious sonnets they wrote about her. Occasionally they would use her name in rude limericks. But she has prevailed, and she's now earning a good living as an advertising copywriter and radio announcer here on the old catcher program. Yonita should appear more on the show. We're trying to find another role for her, some sort of spotlight feature. Maybe she should handle my mailbag. But let me rephrase that. Anyway, Anyway, Yonita is here to introduce yet another ladies' hygiene product. As with the one last week, I have not tried this product, and I never will. But if you're a lady listener, then listen up to what you need her is putting down.
7: According to the world's foremost medical authorities, there's nothing like the sweet loving tickle of swirling water for a feeling of total loveliness down there. That's why the Marvelette Whirlicue is America's best love syringe. It whirls. The Marvelette Whirlicue's patented design guarantees that your exotic nether delicacies are bathed in pure freshness with every squeeze of the no-slip, satin-touch bulb. And its whisper-quiet modesty valve means no more telltale squelches. Unlike some imitations. So compact, so handy, and so convenient, it goes anywhere you go, anytime you go. Don't think twice about lunch with the girls. You'll stay fresh as a daisy with a Marvelette whirly in your favorite pocketbook. They also make unforgettable party favors. Keep your best lipstick and a Marvelette Whirlycue in your desk drawer so your boss can always expect hot coffee and a warm smile. Long Sunday drive to the in-laws? When you stole a Marvelette whirly in the glove compartment, you'll be the blushing bride who stole their little boy's heart. Always be prepared to always be your loveliest down there with the Marvelette at q America's best love syringe. It whirls. Also comes in a handy ten pack.
3: In the spring, when the feeling was
8: chronic. Chronic, and your caution was leaving you flat. I should have made use of the tonic. Tonic, before you gave me that.
3: A mental deficient, you'll grade me. Uh-huh.
8: I've given you plenty of data. You came, you saw, and you slayed me.
3: Uh-huh.
8: And thats uh, is that. Sentimental sap, that's all. Oh, what's the use of trying not to fall? You made your kill. But I have no
3: will. Cause
8: you, you took, took advantage, advantage of, me. of me. Oh, you're just a little apple on a bough. Mm,
4: you're gonna shake
8: me down somehow. <laughs> oh, but what's the
4: use? Oh,
3: you cook cooked my goose. Cause you,
8: you took advantage, advantage of me Ooh, I'm so hot and bothered that I don't know My elbow from my ear I suffer
4: something awful each time you go
3: And much worse when you're near But here I am with all my bridges
8: burned I'm just a baby arms where you're concerned so the door. Call me yours.
9: Cause you took, took advantage,
8: advantage of me. When a girl has the heart of a mother, mother. It must go to someone, of course. Of course. Well, it can't be a sister or brother. No. And so I love my horse.
4: But horses are frequently silly. Uh-huh. Yours ran
8: from the beach of Kahlua It didn't left me alone for a filly. So I uh, <laughs> picked uh, you up.
4: Yes. I'm a sentimental, savage But what's the use of trying not to fall? I have no will. You've made your kill. Cause you took advantage of me. I'm just like an apple that's on a little bough, And you're gonna shake me down somehow. But what's the use? You've cooked my goose Cause you took advantage of me
8: Woo I'm so hot and buttered That I don't know my
4: elbow from my ear I suffer something awful each time you go And much worse when you're near
9: But here I am with all
4: my bridges burned I'm just a baby in arms where you're concerned. So lock the doors and call me yours. Cause you took advantage of me.
2: of a sigh. don't make a hit, never help a bit. There's a good reason why. Here's a recipe. It will suit you to a T. team. When the sun is out of sight, even though you miss a light, just to keep things going right. Keep a song in your soul when the dark clouds gather round That's no time to wear a frown And your castle tumbles down Keep the song of your soul If you take me to my story You'll be introduced to glory, glory If you keep this thought in view Troubles you. Disappears the like morning dew. Keep a song in your soul. When the
10: Is everywhere If you don't
2: don't turn like that should I be introduced and I sound very flat, it isn't a grudge I bear blame it on my last affair if I pass up my plate, though the dish is delish if I'm handed the bone and I don't care to wish, it isn't the beer Blame it on my last affair It hurt me so Now I don't know if I'll ever live it through There's no excuse for this abuse Coming from one like you If my eyes with tears at the least love words said if I'm walking the parks when I should be in bed it's not that I need the air blaming on my sound very flat it isn't a grudge I bear blame it on my last affair if I pass up my plate though the dish is delish if I'm handed the bone and I don't
4: Chartreuse, though you think it's mighty cute Just wait till the right and tell your mom That you died to have Chartreuse Chartreuse, though you think it's mighty cute Just wait till the right and tell your mom That you died to her Chartreuse, chartreuse. 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 In the days of old, when the knights were bolder and the girls were true of blue Just think what Paul would have said to Ma Had she dyed her hair chartreuse. chartreuse Chartreuse, chartreuse, chartreuse Though you think it's mighty cute You went too far in that beauty booth When you dyed your hair chartreuse No, I know that your hair was black when we lived on Chestnut Street When you wore pigtails and ginger ale was your most favorite treat You're a big girl now, so you think it's cute of being fast and fancy loose But you went too far in that beauty booth when you dyed your hair chartreuse Chartreuse, chartreuse, chartreuse Chartreuse. Though you think it's mighty cute Just wait till the right and tell your maw That you dyed your hair chartreuse Chartreuse, chartreuse, chartreuse Though you think it's mighty cute But just wait till the right and tell your maw You didn't like black, you didn't like red You hated blondes, well it's no use You got mad and dyed your hair
5: Well, we just finished hearing a bunch of great 70 RPM records. We started out with Vaughan De Delith and Irving Kaufman, and they sang You Took Advantage of Me. After that, Mamie Smith sang Keep a Song in Your Soul. We heard Lucille Bogan with Groceries on the Shelf. Mildred Bailey and her orchestra with Blame It on My Last Affair. And Louis Jordan and the Timothy Path with You Died Your Hair Chartreuse. Well, this is the Old Kaja Show. Uh, earlier in the program, we heard from the lovely Unita Bodenheim. Now, we, here we have another new sponsor to the Olkaja program, and her ruthless, misanthropic brother Gus is going to tell us about it. Gus Bodenheim used to make a lot of money as a poet, but he lost it all in poker. Uh, he's terrible. He had a losing streak that went from 1951 to, to 1977 before he called it quits. That's why there's a term in poker the person with the worst hand has what is called a Royal Bodenheim. Anyway, here's Gus to tell you about a fine new product from the folks at Del Barton Mills.
11: Water. Colorless, odorless, tasteless. Boring, you might say. There are some who insist that we must drink water to stay alive. They say that water is essential to human life. Such beliefs were common among ancient tribes of wandering nomads and hidebound traditionalists who opposed civilization's march of progress. Delbarton Barton Industries believes we don't have to live according to the superstitions of our ancestors. That's why they created Beyond Water. Beyond Water has a rich amber color and goes down with a refreshing, astringent, cleansing bite. Made from iron-free dihydrogen oxide, filtered through high concentrations of limestone, aged in charred oak casks, triple distilled and bottled in bond in small batches. Each bottle of Beyond Water is slapped with a label that guarantees quality and satisfaction every time. Or you can try real hard to get your money back. Beyond Water. A proud seven generation tradition of the Del Barden family of Kentucky. Beyond water should not be used while operating a motor vehicle, heavy machinery, or piloting aircraft. Excessive use could lead to liver damage or death. Use by children is not recommended, except under the supervision of adults.
0: Hot dog, hot dog. Here come the hot dog man. There, come here. What is it, ladies? But I see you got a hot dog stand. You know something, Sue? I'm known now
9: as the hot dog man. Yes, the hot dog. Well, listen.
0: Well, I want a dog without bread, you see. Why? Why? What's the matter? Because I carry my bread with me. Now, Sue, you peculiar. And that's the natural fact. Yes, and if I like your dogs, why, I'll come back. I
9: know you will.
0: How much is it I'm here to pay? Satisfy me, listen while I say. What
9: have you got to say? I
0: want a hot dog for my road. Well, here it is, here it is. I want it hot, I don't want it cold. My
9: dog's never cold.
0: Give me a big one, that's what I say. I want it so it will fit my bread. Now have a hot dog for your roll. Now is it young? I don't want it cold. My dog
9: never cold.
0: I sure will be disgusted at this dog game full of mustard. Don't want no excuse. It must have lots of juice. I on a hot dog for my road. Come and let me straighten you out. Now, here's a
9: dog that's long and lean.
0: Uh-oh. That ain't the kind of dog I mean.
9: Now, here's a
0: dog, Sue, that's short and fat. But uh, show me something different from that. Now, here's my roll. Where's your roll? Now, where's your dog? Uh-uh, sister, that roll you got will hold a half a hog. Yes, sir. Hey, listen, butter. Can you fit it? Why, sure I can. Why, boy? Why, Sue, so I'm known now the champion hot dog man. Now, here's a hot dog for your roll. It must be hot. I don't want it cold. My dog
9: never cold.
0: Give me a big one, that's what I say. I want it so it will fit my breath. Now have a hot dog for your roll. Now is it young, I don't want it old. You know my
9: dog's never old.
0: I sure will be disgusted if this dog game full of mustard. Don't want no excuse. It must have lots of use. I want a hot dog for my own.
9: Hot dog man is gone. I'm gone, hot dog.
12: Mr. Tyson Don't that sound pretty Take your black hand down Take your black hand down This man has won All the money, good lord Take your black hand down A rooster crowed in Germany They heard him way in France he said the flappers are doing all the mooching, good lord, won't give the women no chance. A new pebble on your beat, new pebble on your beat, new pebble on your beat. But I'll cross my heart, I'll raise my hand, good lord, I'll make no full decree. And the time ain't long. And the time ain't long If you don't believe I'm leaving Dallas town Watch the train I'm on Take your black hand down Just take your black hand down This man has got all the money, good Lord Take your black hand down The news is over town It's all over town And the only man that is in this world I got to run him down Oh, the time ain't long Oh, the time ain't long If you don't believe I'm really leaving you, what a train I'm on. Just take your black hand down. Just take your black hand down. Just take your black hand down. This man has won all the money. Good lord. Take your black hand down. Please don't three on me. Please don't three on me If you just can't seven Eleven, good lord Little bones, please don't three
8: Little
12: bones, please don't three
5: the final set of the program, we started out with Butter Beans and Susie which I want a hot dog for my role. Hattie Hudson sang the Black Hand Blues. Washboard Rhythm Kings gave us streetwalking blues, and we finished up with the great pianist uh, Art Hodes and a selection from the gutter. This is the old codger Courtney T. Edison. People sometimes ask me if I'm the father of old-time radio. I tell them no, I'm just a sperm donor. I was friends with old-time radio comedian Joe Penner. He was very popular in the 1930s for about six minutes. Uh, Penner had a poultry business, Penner's Poultry. It eventually merged with uh, Del Barton Automotive. Anyway, Penner sold ducks, or he tried, all the time. I don't think anyone ever bought one. He'd always say, Want to buy a duck? It was supposed to be funny. Of course, during the Depression in the 1930s, there wasn't much to laugh about, so they laughed When Joe said, want to buy a duck? Hey, that doesn't sound funny now. I guess you had to be there. Well, I was, but I don't even recall if I laughed or not. But the real reason it doesn't sound funny now is because it doesn't have the three magic letters after it. L-O-L. Now, I've been told that if you say something that's supposed to be funny, if you put L-O-L after it, it makes it twice as funny. So, Penner was at a disadvantage because L-O-L hadn't been invented yet. After it was, the world became a much funnier place. Of course, nobody laughs anymore. They just L-O-L. Hey, anyway, back in the 1920s, there was this big craze with laughing records. They were commercial 78s that featured musicians playing bum notes and people reacting by laughing uproariously. Well, imagine making those records now. They wouldn't make any sense. You'd hear the musician playing the wrong notes, followed by the sound of someone tapping on a keyboard. Well, you know, where am I going with this? Well, last week, I referred to Hardy White as a brash youngster. <laughs> I didn't realize that Hardy is old enough to have known Joe Penner. He talks about him often. Hardy sounds so young on his program, but he's actually 97 years old. Ah, That's a youngster in my book, but then compared to most of the DJs at WFMU, he's probably the 10th oldest. Well, I asked Hardy about whether Joe Penner ever sold one damn duck, and Hardy replied, not even in the height of Penner fever in 1934. After that, he couldn't sell a duck or a joke. Anyway, stay tuned for Hardy White, and if you see him, ask him about the love child he had with Carmen Miranda. This is my way of saying good night and goodbye for this week. This is WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City and Rockland County at 91.9 FM and online at WFMU.org. And now, excuse me, while I go get plushed to the scuppers.
13: There's no discreet events. There's just interpretations. ...that are organized into small packets. Oh, it's gone. Hello, my friends. I am remembering and then not remembering different things that I want to tell you. But when I want to tell you them, I forget them. So I have to fool myself into thinking I'm actually talking about something else. What I mean to do is take you on a tour a ride. We are riding in a car, maybe. Are we literally riding in a car? Perhaps, perhaps not. Are you sitting? If you are sitting, imagine that we are riding in a car together, and we are passing through some sort of terrain, of course. You have to drive a car in terrain. I guess the terrain could be water. There's water taxis and things like that. We could live at the bottom of the ocean together. Oh, that would be fun. But right now, We are traveling or not traveling, which would be just sitting together, perhaps on a bench somewhere, and I'm not literally there. But I am going to tell you a story, or rather something that was told to me by a people that don't live here anymore. Now, all this around you. Now, look around. I don't know where you are. If I did, I would forget what I'm about to say. So it doesn't really matter where specifically you are right now. Like I said, you could be sitting in traffic in New York City. You could be in your bed in Europe. You could be in your European bed in Asia or, or at the bottom of the ocean. I don't know where you have it. They, don't, they let you take them anywhere if you buy a bed somewhere. So your bed could be of any manufacturer. I want one that flies in the air like Windsor McKay's. Little boy, little Nemo. Little Nemo would fly around in his bed. That's just the opposite of Captain Nemo, who used to be on the bottom of the ocean. Little Nemo would fly in his bed. Now, it's terrifying. He'd hold on because the bed is flimsy and end up, you know, holding on for dear life onto the headboard, onto the frame. Now, I don't know in the, in the uh, you know, this was back, oh, in the oughts nots. Before they had <laughs> the things they have now, all the, uh, now they, f- beds fly using jet engines. Back then they used gin and lead and other things you can't get now, things that are poison, Coca Cola with cocaine in it, and that would make your bed fly, apparently, but literally. So come back down to earth with me, because there is where we live, and that's what I'm going to be telling you about. Who lived here? Now, these people, they're mysterious. And it's a culture that doesn't exist anymore. And you say, isn't there evidence for it? No. There's no evidence for it. How do you know about it? I don't even know. These things are popping in and out of my head. I don't know whether they're contacting me. Oh, now, come on. Now, that sounds like something charlatans do. Oh, I'm being contacted by an ancient spirit. Here's the thing, though. I don't think mine is actually happening or is true. In fact, I know it's not most of the time, but sometimes I think it becomes true and then it's not again. Like a lot of history, things that we think are true sometimes get changed. For instance, we all think George Washington ate some ate a tree and that his the teeth, his wooden teeth were because of that. He had eaten the tree and the, he said I'm so ashamed and say so his father said, why are your teeth becoming wood? And Washington said, what? And he said, did you eat that cherry tree? No. And he sent him to the island of lying little boys who smoke cigars and get donkey ears. And there, George Washington learned the art of land survey. And he came back and he did lots of things. These things are both true and not true. Because the, what we call events all these things, George Washington chopping a chair, that's a sentence that describes it. But it isn't the actual thing. The thing that's happening is not a thing. It's, uh, it's like saying that uh, uh, something that happens in a little space in the ocean in a square inch is an event. Isn't it not really an event. It's related to everything else in the ocean. Oh, now, forget what I was saying. Something about us driving a car. Maybe we need something. Are you taking me somewhere? I'm not trying to be obtuse. It comes naturally to me. I thought maybe we were going somewhere to pick something up for me. That would be so sweet of you. I hope that you've remembered what it is, because I do not. I just like to say, I guess it all started with my grandfather, something who would we would drive through parts of town, and he would say, all of this used to be Fruit Grove. Here's the thing. He wasn't from that town. So I don't know how he knew, but he would say, oh, I guess someone had just told him he was passing that information on, but he'd never seen it. I'd never seen it. I assume it was probably pretty easy to to prove at that point, but all of this used to be grove that you see right now. Look to your left. Imagine that everything is there right now, wasn't there. Erase it. Erase it with your mind. And now build something there. It's polished stone. It's round. And these people, that they lived there tens of thousands of years ago. Now they don't. Now they don't. Okay, forget I told you that because now it's not true. It's in flux, the past. It keeps changing. And that, to me, is evidence of time travel. You know, people say, oh, I know there's certain things. We know that time has changed. If they had, you'd perceive nothing because you'd be f- instantly flipped into another universe and you wouldn't even feel anything from the other one so the things that you think it's like if you hear not hearing a mosquito means it's probably there because it's the one the ones that bite don't make a noise if you are experiencing something that feels as if the past changed it then it hasn't because you're feeling it so it's supposed to be part of that universe we learn that day one of time travel school day one also and there's a day zero so day one i feel like an old hand by then day zero we learn hey this isn't literally what you think it is you're not going to be able to go back and get like a brand new roman coin and bring it back it's so much stranger than that what it's about is undoing your seeing being able to go back and forth through time because it, it sort of gets erased. And when it gets erased, all the things in it that you think are events, they get erased and they blur together and you can't remember whether you're remembering something or you're predicting it or you're dreaming it or it's true or not true because if it exists as a thought, then it exists. Like Mickey Mouse. Oh, he's so real. He's so real. He's real if you can construct a sentence like Mickey Mouse